Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. We date back to the history probably around 2,000 years old, this instrument. That's pipa player Wu Man. You'll hear more from her later in the show. But first, my co-host, TSO bassoonist Fraser Jackson, and I are joined by beloved guest conductor of the TSO, Stéphane Deneuve. He is chief conductor of the Brussels Philharmonic and the principal guest conductor of the Philadelphia Orchestra. He's particularly renowned for his interpretations of music from his native France and is an advocate for new music. Denev returns to the TSO podium this week to conduct the Foray Requiem. He joins us on the line now. Stéphane, welcome to the show. Thank you. What should audiences listen for in Foray's Requiem? They should actually just let themselves go, if I may say, because this is an extremely comforting music. This is really the kind of calm and paradisiac mood we all dream to have when we are facing death. Stéphane, I think if I were programming a symphony season, I would put this piece on every year because I love it so much. But it actually doesn't get done that often around here, I think. What do you think the reason would be for that? First, you do have a good taste because I agree with you that it is one of the strongest masterworks ever written. But strangely enough, I think in our days, we have sometimes fear that the audience is not ready to come and listen uh, anything which has to do with death. And actually, death is part of life. And if there is something which is indeed very positive about it, is this experience of the Requiem, it's the most gorgeous harmonies you can uh, dream about. And it is indeed a piece that should be performed all the time. And it's, it's becoming a little bit more rare than it should be. So um, I'm glad we are performing it with the best forces of Toronto. There are some marvelous soloists joining you for this program. Can you tell us about them? Ah, uh, the best of Canada. Yes. <laughs> Indeed, Karina Govin and uh, with Wonderful and, uh, and also Russell Brown. In the case of Russell Brown, it's very touching for me to, uh, to sing with him because I first met his uh, father, who was also a great singer, and uh, I worked with him at the very end of his life. And I, later, I also worked with Russell. And it, I mean, he's, he's a, like his father, is an extremely sensitive artist, very intelligent, with a gorgeous voice. And I did conduct uh, that piece already with him at the Concertgebouw in Amsterdam, with the famous Concertgebouw Orchestra. And it was terrific. So uh, I'm glad to, uh, to make a homecoming uh, of him with this piece uh, in Toronto. Wonderful. Stefan, you, you perform all over the world. You're, you pretty well live in an airplane, I think. But what do you find special about performing in Toronto? <laughs> well, I don't own an airplane, unfortunately. <laughs> I love that. I would simplify a lot of security check times that I lose every day. But uh, many things are very special in Toronto. The first one that comes to my mind, obviously, is that uh, that's where I found my wife, the the woman of my life um, who was living in Toronto when I met her the 27th of April 2004 and uh, she became also the mother of our child Alma, little girl. So um, that's a great addition to my life that comes from Toronto <laughs> and also um, it's been indeed a, a long association with the Toronto Symphony. I'm uh, coming regularly the, the, the past five or six years, I think every single year and it's great because I really develop a kind of knowledge of uh, the member of the orchestra. There is a kind of uh, family uh, gathering feeling when I'm back there and 
it is a great orchestra. Uh, it, it's really very, very high quality. I always thought that there was something very musical in this orchestra that you can really do a lot of very refined phrasing with them. And uh, it's a very fine, very fine orchestra that you have. Well, thanks, Stefan. We always look forward to your visits. And this program looks really interesting. Thank you very much. There will be even some, uh, some extra bonuses of the 21st century with a, a very recent piece of Sami Moussa for organ and orchestra and also a fanfare composed by another artist on, on the occasion of the Canada's 150th birthday. So there will be indeed a, a lot of music of our time and a lot of great music from uh, ancient time, Brahms and Foray. So uh, something for everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time to tell us all about it. We can't wait to see you. That was conductor Stéphane Deneuve. You can hear him leading the TSO at the Foray Requiem performances this Wednesday and Thursday. Tickets are available at tso.ca. You're listening to the TSO Podcast. Stay with us. Our next guest joins the TSO this Saturday for the Year of the Rooster, a Chinese New Year celebration. Wu Man is a Chinese pipa player and composer. She's known for playing a broad range of styles and introducing the pipa to Western audiences. She has performed and recorded with the Kronos Quartet, the Silk Road Ensemble, and many others. In 2013, she was named Instrumentalist of the Year by Musical America, becoming the first performer of a non-Western instrument to receive that award. This Saturday, she performs the world premiere of Vincent Ho's piece, Rejuvenation, A Taoist Journey. Wu, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell us about the pipa, the instrument that you're going to be playing. I often describe the pipa as a pear-shaped, lute-like instrument with the four strings and both hands all use the fingers to play. We date back to the history probably around 2,000 years old. This instrument was introduced from Central Asia, which is a Persian instrument, and through the Silk Road trade and to China. That was 2,000 years ago. And now become very much a Chinese instrument. Pipa sound uh, very much like guitar, <laughs> harp, mandolin, all kind of combination. I notice sometimes you do amazingly fast effects with your hands. How does that happen, really? Do you have special attachments for your fingers, or how does that work? For the right hand, uh, it's like plucking instrument, like a guitar banjo, you all pluck. Um, but we use a five plastic fingernails. Okay. Put on the five fingers, and that's the way to pluck. But again, this is a very modern way. In the older days, we used natural fingernails. So you're going to be performing with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Can you tell us about the piece you'll be playing with them? Oh, I'm very excited that the piece is going to be a new piece uh, by uh, Vincent Ho, a Canadian composer. And this actually his first time wrote uh, music for Pipa. And I know will be a narrator, a storyteller. So those couple of weeks I'm, I'm looking at the music, I'm practicing at home. Sound amazing. A very different approach on my instrument. How so? He's, he's asking you to do things you're not used to doing with the pipa, or? You know, the pipa, in Chinese tradition, always a melody. 
not the chords, not like Western music, like piano, nothing like that. So a lot of melody, a lot of ornamentation on the left hand, you know, you sing the beautiful lines. But of course, the modern composer, they started writing differently. They have their own ideas. They approach differently because the experience, the understanding, the cultural background are different, which is very interesting to see how the modern composer to use pipa to write what kind of music. So for Vincent Ho's music, he has so many pagio, something like a harp. So in that part of pipa, very, very rarely here in the traditional repertoire. Obviously for this piece, and I can hear the, the strings behind and when the pipa comes doing up and down, up and down, like step. And then there's a storyteller. I put together, it's amazing picture, it's amazing sound to me. Now, in addition to uh, being faced with a different kind of technique for your instrument, is it challenging to put a traditional Chinese instrument together with Western instruments? In some way, yes, are challenging, and, but also very natural to me. Uh, challenging is probably sometimes the intonation, because we kind of a different sound quality is different. We have many limitation on the left hand that's why we have many vibrato you know so for orchestra sometimes for the string I remember a composer always mentioned said oh imagine this is a Chinese fiddle how you play that or imagine uh, something Chinese bamboo flute so that's the way you approach it differently the music language is changed then you know you play Mozart or Beethoven mm-hmm. but it's also very natural those kind of two east and west, whatever we call, <laughs> um, or we call plucking instrument or strings or the wing or percussion, but all together, combination together, that becomes something else. That's the amazing part. Well, thank, thank you, s- you so much. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thank you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the concert. Thank you. Me too. That was pipa player Wu Man. She performs with the TSO this Saturday. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO podcast. This winter, escape into music with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. On February 1st and 2nd, the TSO joins forces with the Amadeus Choir and Elmer Eisler Singers in Gabriel Faure's soul-searching Requiem, featuring must-see performances by eminent guest vocalists Russell Braun and Karina Govan. Feel the power and passion of Faure's Requiem. Two shows only, February 1st and 2nd at Roy Thompson Hall. Don't delay. Order superb seats today at tso.ca.